What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow our Instagram, twi- uh, TikTok, Twitter, and then uh, we post daily, almost there. Updates on Twitter at times, especially when new videos are out, and YouTube Shorts. Um, so subscribe because you'll get that almost on the daily. We're starting to drop podcast clips. We're drop. We stopped the challenges for a little bit, but we'll be bringing those back shortly. Um, and we will drop. Uh, we keep dropping our weekly NFL uh, power rankings on occasion. You'll find NHL and NBA, right? Um, community polls. Uh, check them out. We dropped the NHL one. Uh, only sixteen votes right now. Let's get that going up. We have. Uh, yeah, check our votes out. Um, audio listeners, uh, make sure you guys download it, whatever audio platform you guys use. But before uh, then, come to the YouTube and then subscribe and like it. Then go back to the audio and listen to it at work. Um, but also watch for 30 seconds so we could get a view count. <laughs> We're trying to scam our way to get the numbers exactly. up. Exactly. Hey, Through the Wire does this type of promotion. we got to try this out. Yes. All right. Um, so, yeah, do that and then um, give it a five-star rating. Enjoy. Let's try to... Obviously, it's way too early for us. But, you know, eventually we want to be on the top sports podcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, before we continue... Uh, we dropped our NHL season preview on Tuesday. Make sure you guys check that out. The early support has been great. Over there, you'll get our total predictions, how Joven and I think the standings will be, uh, award predictions, etc. Cup winner. Um, also, check our tier list, which is what we think is the preseason rankings. That was dropped on Sunday. We're working on guests. I'm working back and forth. Don't worry. We'll try to get some um, better experts than us out on this <laughs> thing. Yeah, for sure. But... Um, Next up, NBA should be out next, not opening week, the weekend before the season actually starts. But in between, so this coming Saturday or Sunday, hopefully we don't have any glitches or anything, a guest podcast episode will be out. Not an analyst one, but like a regular person in the, in the community will come on the pod, talk about their journey, talk some sports with us. And yeah, so make sure that's the week ahead schedule and whatever has been released. Without a further ado, let's get right into it. NHL's back. Officially, um, at the time of this recording, it's the second official day. Um, obviously, the third day will be on Thursday when we drop this podcast episode. Just got finished watching the Canucks. Um, never expected that in my bro, life this year. Bro, we're good. Are we good? I think it's just it's one game. So, are we, we don't want to do an NFL overreaction because it's are, are 81 more games to go. Are we winning the cup? <laughs> are we? Are we, though? 81. Yeah, we're 1-0. Brock Besser's on the pace for like 30, 300 something goals this year. Well, he's already at four. Already at four goals. Uh, four goals. For those of you who don't know, the Canucks won 8 1 against many people's cup favorites in the Edmonton Oilers. Now, granted, it's the first game of the season. We play them again Saturday. Um, and I don't. I have a feeling we're going to get our ass kicked. But. Oh, we might kick ass again. <laughs> we might, yeah. Because. Uh, you know, those people that are hating on this team early on look stupid at the moment. Now, the question is, can the continuation happen? But very quickly, let's just talk about the Canucks. We don't have to go too much in detail because the problem with NHL and NBA compared to NFL is NFL, literally every game is om- except for like... One day. Yeah, er- except for like two games, it's on one day, right? Yeah. So even if we like, we just have uh, red zone on, so we could catch almost anything. So it's easy to recap, easy to power rank. NHL and NBA, we're going to try our best to do monthly superlatives. Um, try to pay attention as much as we can because there are 32 teams playing on various... Every or day. 32 or 30 teams um, playing every day 
Uh, and uh, Same with time. our with our life trying to record a podcast and work in your for you school, it will be tough. So that's just a dis- disclaimer. I want to just put that out there. But, but we'll try our best to do a monthly ranking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's get back into it. The Vancouver Canucks. Um, many question marks. Many question marks coming into the season. One was how are they going to start because they haven't been good the last three to four years. And uh, it's the best start we've seen in the last three to four years. I don't know years. if maybe having the one home game helps because now we're on a five-game road trip. The last two years, we started off with six, seven-game road trips where I think the first, this is not last year, but the year before, I think we beat Seattle and then came home. And last year, we, did, we were winless. Um, I think we had two overtime losses and a lot of comeback uh, losses. A lot of blown leads. For example, we were not confident even when it was 4 nothing <laughs> that the um, that Oilers last year came back 3 nothing and they would do it again this year. Except, I don't know what happened to them. They shot the bed. Both teams were playing undermanned um, for cap reasons with cause, cause of injuries. I'm not sure how any of that works. So any cap experts, you guys can just mention it down below. Um, but yeah, um, the biggest question mark was... Oh, sorry. The biggest story was no distractions, but literally... Today, uh, sorry, Mon- uh, Tuesday and uh, Monday were the two biggest question uh, distractions came up. One, the Canucks may not be interested in signing Elias Pettersson long term because he doesn't want to. That's a lie. I think it's a negotiation tactic because after today, <laughs> give yeah. him whatever he wants. The contract. One goal, three assists. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then uh, the second one was Connor Garland, yeah. who supposedly did not request a trade but changed his um, agent and is allowed to look for a new team. But it's reported by Rick Dolliwa that uh, it's not a trade request. So maybe, because we were trying to trade him, so maybe it's on that end. But of course, he skyrocketed his value with the goal today. Yeah, got a goal today himself. Um, but yeah, back to the game. One thing that I really liked, that hockey. I've been like praying, I don't know ins and outs of hockey, no. like, how I, like how I know soccer. But the one thing I know is that if you have a good forecheck, and You're going to be battle. good. P.S. Shooter, right. Sam and Lafferty, um, uh, Ian Cole, the new, new Canucks, yeah. all showed out today in that sense. Obviously, but like, up ju- the Giuseppe. one thing I know about hockey, and I've been praying that Canucks do it right now, even with the Boudreaux time, Travis Green time, I was like, yo, just figure out a way to how to get a, execute a proper forecheck. Because For that, because you can't defend in your own end. Might as well defend in their end. For me, <laughs> it's not even just a forecheck. It's just like battle. Every 50-50 yeah, puck, yeah. do that. And it looked different, right? Power play was moving well. The penalty kill against the best power play only scored one goal, which was, yeah, they were bound to score one. I, I'm not going to say too they're much too about good. it. They're, they're too way good too good. To but you got a game where you got Leon Dreisaitl slashing someone at the end of the game and uh, Connor McDavid cross-checking someone at the end of the game. So you definitely frustrated them. They, it's a wake-up call for the Oilers especially, and it's fun for us because especially, even though I'm the quiet one usually in the group chat out of the two of us, Obviously, in the podcast, it seems like I'm the more talkative one. But outside of this podcast, you're the more talkative one. Um, <laughs> and then not just you, like Cousins just talking shit <laughs> in the group chat. Cause we, that's the best. Our that's, mommy that is, is a yeah. uh, Oilers fan. So outside of that, there was obviously implications of this game. Divisional battle as well. Start off strong, show us who we are and shut people up, right? As simple as that. This is why I think PD not signing compared to the one before might be better because he wants to prove himself and he'll get that contract at the end of the year. Obviously, I'm the Canucks. Try to get it done ASAP because his value is going up and up if he's going to play like this against the, the top-tier team. Um, and yeah, same thing with Philip Perona. you got to figure that contract out. But... Hey, right now, yo, 
to find a way to lock him up because today's game was oh my god we witnessed good hockey again yeah and meaningful oh. time at a meaningful time mm. that's that's the emphasis because good hockey was played last year except it was meaningless yeah now it's just it's the first game so the question is the road trip and the continuation hey, um whatever you can say right this is the best start you've had in the last three four I'm gonna years guaranteed the, huh? if you lose five games in a row this is still the best start you had in the last right, three or four you, years continue talking about the Oilers for a second what you saw and let me Oilers, figure out what happened with uh, Th- Thatcher Demko <laughs> yeah that's probably the only cause for concern Oilers for me they just they were just outplayed right? okay battling the flu Um, uh, they were outplayed they had the they had some chances in the beginning first period they, where Canucks wetted a storm Thatcher Demko obviously big part in that making some big saves and this was not 100% Thatcher Demko either and uh, after that just Canucks just took over and just never looked back <laughs> the one player uh, I'm the most happy about Brock oh, Besser yeah he that was guy obviously is getting first sh- star uh, yeah obviously first star obviously before yeah. we get into that four goals um, the dude has been battling injury after injury his dad's sickness to eventually his death um, his passing obviously was a, uh, uh, then when he came back last year injured right before the training camp and, and yeah and also and struggles himself struggles himself because of that yeah right because of that that's a part of reason obviously another part is like he's not performing well all, all of that things combined together is going to take a toll on your game yeah and a and game like this finally you got to see him smiling he had a trade request himself but resend today because he, st- he says he wants to yeah. be here and I kid you not I think this is the first time I've seen Besser smile today I genuinely like, I know people say trade Besser, and don't get me wrong, I understand the reason. I completely do. But I still have a soft spot where I'm like, please don't, because I, I know there's capabilities of that goal scorer, and that shot, the first one, insane. He, and he found positioning. And the, uh, the last thing about the Canucks, because we could just go on and on because we're actually happy, yeah. <laughs> is, um, well, I guess it could be a concern as well, but the, to- the top players played, right? Miller, Hughes, Petey. Damco. Damco. Made some saves. Moronic. These guys, bo- uh, in terms of scoring, I guess, I don't know, pucked out. <laughs> Balled <laughs> out. Pucked out. Um, and the other guys, like I said, Suter and um, Lafferty, uh, Joshua over the fight, are providing the grit, the forecheck and stuff. But the question is, we still need secondary scoring. Hopefully, you know, Bluger and all these guys come back. And I'm not saying he, they're going to do anything like that. But yeah, um, we got secondary scoring from Connor Garland today and Dakota Joshua, but I'm not counting that one because <laughs> that was way too Bro, late. You know, you know what's the main reason why we scored eight points? I mean, goals. goals because we almost sco- uh, scored more than the Dallas Cowboys. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the main point is this, right? You know, last year, we we're always looking for that perfect shot. This, this year, we just shot the puck. Yeah. Right? Whenever we had a chance, we shot the puck. That's how Besser got four goals. Um. Yeah, so the, but however the flu bug the flu bug is going around because Damco that was the reason why he just got off the ice. Um, Connor Garland, I think similar. The flu has been going through the team. Hopefully that's what that is. It's not um, nothing serious. Nothing serious. Maybe that because obviously I know there's the new COVID thing going around as well. I'm not gonna talk about that because we ain't yeah. no medical people. Um, yeah, I hope it continues. Simple as that. Next story. Connor Bedard. Hey, first. Two games. The only two team to play back to back. Back to back start the season. First game facing off against Sidney Crosby. Uh, one, which was the most surprising part. The Chicago Blackhawks won 4 2. And uh, Bedard picked himself a secondary assist, getting his first ever point in his NHL career. Flash forward to Wednesday against the Boston Bruins. They lost, but 
Connor Bedard got the only goal in a 3-1 loss, capping off at two points in two nights and getting his first ever point and next game getting his first ever goal. Yeah, the goal wasn't um, a wraparound, so it was not a classic Bedard dangle or a shot, but it, it is what it is. Um, do You know, dude might get fined because uh, he wasn't wearing a helmet when he first pregame skate. You have to wear a helmet? Uh, young guys can. Have to, sorry, young guys have to. The veterans don't. So, like, he came out without the helmet, right? He's, yo, <laughs> to skate around. To be fair, he's playing like a vet. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing like he belongs. That's what But, sure. yeah, um... And the other funny thing with Bedard, sorry, finish out the Bedard thing. Yeah, um, he looked confident from what I was seeing, from what I was hearing as well. Obviously, it sucks that he's Chicago because it's. Uh, I'm hoping he does well, but the team shits it, so he kind of requests a trade to Vancouver. Come, but, to, uh, come to the Canucks. And the other thing I love is that like they're marketing him well. Pat Mac, ESPN is doing a good job trying to get showcase Canadian hockey players and how hockey is because uh, he was on the Pat McAfee show, obviously. But the other funny thing was he's playing Boston today on Wednesday. And uh, they brought out the 2011 winning team. Connor Bedard's a huge Canucks fan, <laughs> and it's public. Don't I'm not talking out of my yeah, ass. This is public, There's yeah. clips of him saying in the CHL last year that like Canucks are winning all the way, and he probably knew goddamn well they ain't gonna win last year. <laughs> but um, and uh, I think Marshano was trying to mess uh, hit him or something, and he just like he tripped him, <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and everybody was just like, "Oh, that's revenge for 2011." <laughs> but yeah, um, Connor Bedard, great start to his career. Um, yeah, again, you'll find out if we picked him for rookie of the year or not. Because a lot of people actually didn't. Some people picked Lugan yeah, Cooley. It's fair. It's a fair shout. because It's tough, right? At the end of the it's day. It's tough. Like, anything could happen, right? It's hard to predict stuff. Like, like eventually when we go to basketball, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Um, um, next up, I want to bring this up. The reigning, defending, undisputed champions of the NHL lifted their banner and started off their year with a win. And they the did it through a Vegas-style um, lottery thing or whatever it is. Three, yeah. Th- three things have to match, but yeah. And uh, yeah, they picked up, uh, I think it was a 4-1. If yeah, four one. They kind of dominated over the Seattle Kraken. So yeah, shout out to Vegas, and uh, but out of all those things, probably the game of the year so far has to be Montreal Toronto. Yeah, um, I think it was just a back and forth game. I think Montreal was up two zero. Toronto tied up, take the lead three two, and I think it was like three three after. Mo- then Montreal goes up five three. Toronto comes back 5-5, five, five, and then uh, Toronto won in shootout. Yeah, but, you know, Toronto has to be better because that, that's Montreal. Yeah, that's Usually, Montreal gets them the first game. They I do. Every year. I mean, Edmonton didn't have a good first game last year. Obviously, they got they won, but, like, it wasn't a good game by but Edmonton. But they won, yeah. This one was, like, a beatdown. Uh, Toronto struggled at the beginning last year as well. Uh, Their first few games. Yeah. Whereas this one, they actually got the dub, but it's still got to be better for them. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're not going to go through every game, so you guys can react to it oh, accordingly. There's a lot of games. There's a lot of games, obviously. Um, the, the standout, you mentioned already, Toronto. Um, right now, top of the division, baby. Let's go. Because <laughs> of yeah, goal difference. goal difference. But uh, we're moving on, uh, that's, just, that's just like everybody, NHL fans, if you guys don't like the NHL, tune in. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. It's fun. It's fast. If you like football, you guys probably will like hockey. Simple as that. <laughs> if you guys like football, you guys might like hockey. <laughs> But I feel like sports in general. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying yeah. in general, like football is hitting. This is hitting. Hitting, hitting, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Physical game. But sure. uh, before we get into the big, biggest story that came out right before the regular season started, Owen Power, Buffalo Sabres, made another smart extension. Literally early first extension, overall pick yeah, early extension. from, what, two years ago? 
seven years and let me pull it up i think it was like eight and a half per yeah something around there and uh yeah buffalo locking 58. up their 58.45 million buffalo locking up the guys early which is you know smart. it's a risky it's risky it's but risky but right if you know it's a smart because at the end of the day owen power could turn himself into an 11 million player if you believe in your development system and cl- they sh- clearly they should they should uh, yeah do it right now Granted, at the end of the day, a player could be like, no, I want to wait, like Patterson, like Matthews, take short-term deals and cash out more and more, especially with the cap going up. Uh, but at the end of the day, a, a young well, 18-year-old getting $58 million, it's uh, a lot of money to say no to early on, right? Um, again, similar to, like I said, if you like football, you like hockey, but the same thing, a hit could change a guy's career at the end of the day. Um $58 million for a young kid is a lot. Like, even, hey, in the podcast world, let's just say if this hopefully takes off someone i don't know 650 wants us and uh, they offer us like a million or not even a million let's just say like f- uh, 200k bro i don't even think it's that I don't even i'm just i don't know how about that i'm saying 200k for now yeah each uh, i think that I i'm think taking it like obviously, yeah, off yeah, obviously. I, I ain't gonna be like oh, i'm gonna bet on myself and try to get the million right like early on you gotta take it because you don't know like I'm, i never dreamt of getting that much right so that's what young players are probably also thinking which they also got to be careful about for obvious reasons but yeah, no, congrats on Owen Power, Bu- um, Buffalo doing it right. Can they continue this factor? Because Tage Thompson, like I said, in the NHL preview and the tier list video, 7x7 seven seven something. That's a steal That's right a now. That's a massive steal right now. Currently, you don't know, he could fall off. Hopefully he doesn't. Yeah. But with the year he had, he had a good year that year. They locked him up. And there were people like, it might be an early extension because he finally had one good year and outperformed himself the year this past year yeah no like this is why like pd should have been locked up long term he was six years yeah still long term but not the max um but yeah um that's the own power extension we'll keep an eye out on any other trades maybe pd extends right now who knows but um the biggest story though however we touched on it during the summer when this came out and it's also official and they added more to it it's the banning of the story is mainly on the pride jerseys, but it's a banning of any cultural or any type of event, uh, celebration or a, uh, awareness, um, bef- uh, pregame, for ex- example. And this all stemmed from the pride, uh, um, the pride night fiasco with the Russian players specifically, starting off with Provorov, eventually the Stahl brothers, who aren't Russian, but uh, I think it's the Stahl brothers, right? Eric Stahl? Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was Eric Stahl and the, those guys, obviously Kuzmenko and Canucks. Um, Pavel Datsuk was a guy like that. Um, essentially saying they were not going to wear a Reno pride color jersey. Pride color meaning LGBTQ plus um, communities that wear rainbow type colorful yeah, rainbow stuff, right? Colorful. And um, yeah, and which is kind of bogus, which led to, you know, other cultural nights or other awareness nights also being canceled but you're allowed to practice this off the ice and i like i said mentioned then i know we said it is just stupid um that you're enticing and the reason was i think bill daly was on halford and Bruff, and they i'm sure they were he was on other networks explaining the same thing essentially that they don't want players to feel uncomfortable in terms of dealing with the media for these questions but my question to you is what about the why are you enticing the, pl- uh, the players that are against it and ruining it for the other cultures and stuff 
And then the players that do want to support it, for example, there might be an NHL player right now that has a family member that's part of this community, the LGBTQ plus community. And they want to support them by saying like, hey, and okay, so you took that away. Before I even get to the the uh, auctions that co- go to charity, the tape, like, it's just tape. Who cares if, like, a, if a player the chooses, like, let the, if the player wants to do something, let them do it. If they want to warm up in a pride jersey or if they want to okay, w- use rainbow tape, let them do it. Tape is a different story. Tape is your own stick. You could do whatever yeah. you want to your own stick, right? Whereas jerseys, yes, that's a team thing, NHL thing. Tape is a player's choice. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um, and that so being that's, that's where I'm confused by the team. And then obviously locally we do Diwali night. We do uh, Aboriginal night, First Nations night. Yeah. We do um, Black History Month. We do the it, celebrations. It's all that. done. This Hockey fights cancer is throughout. Hockey military is done throughout, right? And uh, so you're telling me for Hockey fights cancer, the reason, okay, even with Diwali night here, South Asian night, Dallas did, other cultures. You're telling me that like, they auctioned the jerseys off and equipment and you know certain percentage I don't know how much goes to the charity obviously and a certain percentage depending on the team keeps it you're telling and the value is because the player wears it you think you're telling me if a Pedersen wears a Diwali shirt or a jersey with let's just say when we're Punjabi Pedersen was written in Punjabi yeah. let's just say one of us wants to and we auction for it what's the value of that him wearing it warming up in it compared to not wearing it Right, like the value skyrockets. It's, it is. It skyrockets well significantly, right? Especially let's just say Bedard, for example, Crosby, yeah, for like example. Yeah, all these and, big uh, players. So you're hurting charities for all these co- events, and uh, on top of that, sticking with the Canucks, Arshdeep Bains is Punjabi. Let's just say he gets a call up to the Canucks when Diwali comes around, or let's say he's on a call up when another team is doing South Asian night, like Dallas did last year when um, Robin Bawa was the guest of honor for it, and he wants to re- uh, represent. Uh, the Punjabi community, the Indian community in general, wearing a jersey of that, or wearing orange tape. They're, yeah, they're just taking the chance away, right? Yeah. Um, me, the biggest issue is like they just gave up, right? They had a yeah. Li- they they, had they a made a, they, they made a problem yeah. by making more of a problem by thinking the solution yeah is a solution, just, but it's actually caused more problems. Yeah, they just gave up because they had headaches last year because of this. Yeah, and they're like, all right. Screw it, we're done for everything. So you're telling me like hockey like fights cancer now. You could you could still sell it off the ice. You could practice it off the ice, which is fine. They do that anyways. But eyes are on the ice. Hockey fans watch their team. Hockey fights cancer is a th- whole NHL thing. People that are, I'm sure many people, many people, majority of people. I know our family went through some people dealing with cancer, whether it through be directly related to us, directly through our mom and dad side of the family, friends whatever it touches people and then you're raising money for it and now you're taking that away right and i just don't get it let the players do it i don't know if, what happens if a player does it like if they wear a i don't know a Bl- uh, black history month in february jersey like dakota joshua for example right or keandre miller from the rangers or when pk suban was playing pk yeah, suban yeah. like what happens are they gonna get suspended <laughs> are they gonna get a hefty fine because that's bullshit if they do like are you gonna say oh yeah we suspended you because you guys are wearing a, a Diwali night jersey representing a certain culture you're or you're representing your own culture your own for culture, example yeah, let's, yeah. Just, let's just not even go the whole team yeah, let's just say oh yeah Archdeep Baines you're getting suspended because you're representing Diwali night or you're re- representing Visaki night when that yeah, comes yeah. right so I, I don't get it Yeah. anyone I talk to Jeff or not talk to listen to Jeff Merrick yeah. Greg Wyshynski Friedman everyone's like 
makes no sense, right? Like, why are you enticing to the people that don't believe in it? If they don't believe in it, that's on them. They could get questioned about it. There, you can, you don't have to uh, put them to to the media. But Quinn Hughes said perfectly when he took captaincy, and he said it last year, everyone's included in our locker room. Though you're like, the, this is so so hypocritical that you're saying that it belongs to everyone, right? Now the big again, we're talking about other cultures, but let's go back to Pride Night because that's the biggest question mark in this, right? And um, whether you guys believe in that or not, religious beliefs, or you personally don't believe it, that's on you. We obviously support all cultures, all sexual orientations, and everything, right, around the community. Because we play local sports, right? Like soccer, hockey. You played soccer, you coached soccer, I played soccer, I coached soccer. You want to include everybody, race, income levels, etc. Yeah, everyone. So, it doesn't matter what it's just like you're... you're you're just being hypocritical. You're enti- saying that oh, it includes everybody, but now you're not supporting the cause. Yeah, it just by taking it off the it ice. Just, they just made a bigger mess. It would it would have been a it would have been just simple fix if you just didn't do anything. Yeah. And uh, but you the thing that pisses me off is like you gave up like something that you wanted to happen was to include everyone and uh, through hockey and you just gave up on that. Yeah, that's, that's what pisses ca- me. Cowardly. Off. That's all yeah. it is. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, like I said, we're working. We're talking to people behind the scenes to try to get someone on the pod, similar to like a Peter Galindo or Alex Adams. Hopefully, in the hockey scene, we're working on something, and we could ask them too what their thoughts are. So yeah, but yeah, from our end, it's pretty stupid. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, um, disapp- very very disappointing. Couldn't agree more. Especially with the Canucks, like we could to see Jazzy B perform. Yeah, yeah, um, it's all, all it's just everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just genuinely everything. Like we, it's just annoying. Yeah, <laughs> at this rate. Um, that being said, just on a positive note, uh, again, NHL season's here. Support, sh- comment down, comment down below your team. Who's your favorite team and who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Simple as that. Let's just go out there. Let's try to get more comments going on in the comment section. Yeah. So from the NHL, you got some MLB playoffs still going on. Yeah. And, uh, three divisional series are, have been concluded. One could be concluded today where Braves and Phillies play a game game four of their series yeah but let's just talk about the three that finished uh, let's go to the early one let's go to texas texas and sweep. baltimore texas sweep. um the al east is the most overrated division <laughs> in, I guess, right? in baseball i guess because uh the funny thing is the jays performed the best in terms of scoreline kept oh, the, score the games okay. were clipped close i'm not saying performed the best in terms of but either way they still performed the best because the rays got their ass kicked and the Orioles got their ass kicked. I mean, to for the most part. Okay, I'll I'm talking about playoff. The three. I'd rather see my team in a divisional series. Oh, I know that, <laughs> but like, okay, well, here's the thing: the Rays were not part of the divisional series. Yeah. And the Orioles just happened to get a buy and got their ass kicked. Whatever, I'll take the buy. Oh, and that's fine. But zero wins oh, in yeah, the postseason. That's not being about the Jays. I'm uh, not being about the Jays. I'm saying yeah. AL East in general, yeah, they're, zero they're, wins. Yeah, they're pathetic themselves. So they, I think th- I think four of them have three ga- uh, seven game losing streaks. Three of them, sorry, they haven't won a division. Or they haven't won a single g- game. I think since last year or maybe the year before uh, I'm not sure the Yankees won so okay never mind so since whatever the Yankees got eliminated yeah so let's get into the series here let's talk about the Texas Rangers they uh, uh, before they're the MLB mo- tier list right we're like Texas is making the final yeah playoff start we're like okay it might be Astros it might be the I picked the Astros I think you picked the Rays, Rays right? playoff the when the playoffs start yeah then I changed it to and the then Rangers. I changed then the divisional series started then we both changed it back to the Rangers they're uh, the most hot and cold team I've ever seen. They are genuinely, and uh, they're hot at the perfect time. Yeah, uh, that's all that. Ma- that's what baseball playoffs are all about. Doesn't matter if you're first seed. Doesn't matter if you're the sixth seed. As long as you're hot at the most 
opportune time, you're gonna do good in the playoffs. Yeah, um, we don't have to go deep too much into it. Like I said, I thought the Orioles were young. I don't think they were gonna Starting get past this. Starting pitching them down. Yeah, I, I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna. This is what they're. This is where they were gonna mess up. They're at the, the what's the word? The nerves will kick in a little bit. They maybe overly excited. And I genuinely didn't think it was going to be a sweep and an ass-kicking of a sweep. Um, now, granted, Game 3, the p- starting pitcher uh, was Israeli, and there's obviously drama going on there. We're not going to get into political stuff, but that might have been on his mind, which I don't blame him from still starting and trying to play because it's a great story if he had won the game at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah apart from Game 1, where Orioles' best, best pitcher, Kyle Bradish, was on the mound, after that, it was just great, senior, great like you said, uh, the Dean Kramer. Dean Kramer was Israeli, so he's facing all like you know just a lot of stuff outside. Yeah, the baseball field going on for him, and then uh, game two, you started Grayson Rodriguez as a rookie himself. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, th- these Rangers, they have the bats to do it. They they got the pitching backed up. Uh, Scherzer could be back for the. Avaldi killed it. Avaldi killed it. Montgomery killed it. Um, Andrew Heaney was good. They could get Scherzer back, and I think John Gray. I don't think Degrom is coming back, and uh, start. Uh, they are getting some reinforcements potentially for this ALCS. We'll talk about Texas in a second. Very quickly, the Orioles. You already mentioned Blake Snell. We know it's starting pitching. We don't have to talk about anything. It's starting else. pitching. Um, they have a lot of prospects. Who's the big name pitcher they could go out and trade for? Like last year, you were trying to get Jays for Sandy Alcantara before he struggled, something like that. Is there anyone available that they could entice away? Ooh, I don't from the bad teams. From like a bad team. Let me look at some of these teams. Is Marcus here, Stroman a free agent? I think. So. I think so. Yes. Okay. We're not gonna look into the free agency yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, we'll just quick. Yeah, just very quick. Some names that we already know. Blake Snell. Shane Bieber. Okay, yeah. Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber is a good one. Um, looking at it, Detroit finished higher than Cleveland. We didn't even notice that. They did? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyone in Chicago? No. They're Chicago, they traded them away, right? White huh? Sox. Specifically White Sox. Oh, White Sox? Yeah. I mean, Dylan Cease. Yeah. But, like, I doubt, I doubt it now. But, yeah. Like, season. those are, like, Shane Bieber's a big one. I think that's the good one. Um, I don't know if the Mets have anyone. You're not going to get Kodoy Senga out of there. No. Um, the Giants... You, can you entice? <laughs> can you take that guy away? <laughs> Who's there? Logan? Ge- no. Logan Webb. L- Logan Webb. Uh, no, he's their only guy. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, and he's pretty young too. But yeah, like the main one. That's is Shane it. Shane but yeah, there goes question mark. Just figure out your. Just figure uh, out your starting pitching, and uh, you're good. And Felix Bautista is out for the year, so maybe find a closer for the year. I uh, guess some bullpen depth. As yeah, well. that could, that's all. Uh, it just always helps. Um. Okay, moving on to the next one. It's Minnesota. It's Houston. I expected it kind of to be like this. I I picked upset here, but th- then again, Astros are showing. Oh, are you picking Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just, just for I just expected. I don't know if I said three two or three one Houston. It was three one eventually, but I just thought Houston's experience is gonna outpower them. They finally did. they got now there. There are some teams where you're like if you get over the hump, you could go far in the playoffs. AKA twenty eleven Vancouver when they beat Chicago last year's Toronto Maple Leafs kind of gave me that idea. I didn't have that feeling with this team, um, with the Minnesota Twins. I'm like, yeah, they finally won a playoff game. They finally won a playoff series. But I'm like, okay, I don't, I, I get it. Carlos Correa is there, but I just didn't think it was enough. Because um, Sonny Gray and uh, pa- Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez killed it. 
Pablo Lopez did kill it. Sonny Gray struggled. So Sonny Gray also struggled then. Pablo Lopez. Because like, I'm saying Pablo Gray, even against us, Pablo it wasn't Gray. like... Pablo, sorry, Pablo Lopez against us, the Jays, wasn't... He was good. He was, like, he wasn't... Like, we had moments to get the lead. No, Sonny Gray, for sure. Sonny Gray is the one we had more. Pablo yeah. Lopez shot us down. So, there's the thing there. Um, yeah, I just didn't think... Yeah, it's Minnesota fair, had enough. It's fair to say. They're it's young not, It's well. not even because of Minnesota. It's because of how, how good the Astros are. Yeah. Right? Like, and you got freaking... Uh, what's his name? Jordan Alvarez just picks up his game big time in the playoffs as well. Do. They all do. Yeah. Right? And, uh, bro, one person I'm going to shout out from the Astros, Brian Abreu. This man hasn't allowed a run from the bullpen since July 18. Yeah, Do they also have Jose Abreu? They have Jose Abreu. Oh, okay, I was confused yeah. for a second. This guy from the bullpen, set up man for Ryan Presley, their closer, Yeah, hasn't allowed a run since July 18. Yeah. And last year and this year has elevated his game in the playoffs. Yeah, um, that's pretty much I gotta say about that because I haven't. But, but uh, before we get to the NL side, let's yeah, just so quickly go, preview yeah. the ALCS. When does it start? Yes. You know, I probably the probably this weekend. Yeah, latest maybe Friday. I don't know how the scheduling works. Yeah, right? uh, um, ALCS. Yes. I'm still sticking with Texas. Same. I'm not changing it. I'm not. I changed it too many times. You still kind of have to change. No, I know you stayed with Texas overall, right? So I was Texas, then I went to Astros, then, you then went I went back. back to Texas. Yeah, no, I'm I, a, I'm a keeper Texas. I'm as well. keeping it Texas. I think Houston can get got this year still. The hitting is coming at the right time. Corey Seager is showing why he's uh who was a arguable MVP candidate. I'm not saying winning it yeah, over yeah, Shohei. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marcus Simeon is still there. You got um Adolis Adolis Garcia. Garcia. Your pitching is pitching well. The big yeah. question is your bullpen. That's all it is. It's bullpen, yeah. Um, because uh, is all this Chapman gonna do all this Chapman things? <laughs> Find your way. You go for there, right? If not, you just put one of your starters in the bullpen and you'll be fine. Or oh, you definitely could. Max Scherzer just put him in the bullpen if you have to. If Scherzer comes back, okay, he's not. He's not going in the bullpen. No, I'm just he, saying. He's like, a he starting. Could, he's starting. He's a starter, but I'm saying he's, you just shove him starting. in the bullpen because he might have not because of the injury. Who knows? He's I'm, starting. I don't know how injured he is. He's he starting. might not. Doesn't okay. <laughs> I'm okay, fine. He starts, but I won't be surprised if he goes three innings. That's what I mean. Yeah, that, okay, that's fine. But he's starting. He's not if he's going three innings, he's starting those three. But so innings. that's what I'm saying. One of the other starters will follow him up. Yeah. So anyone else. So that's Scherzer. what I just said Scherzer's name because he's coming off the aisle. Is essentially Scherzer, he's starting. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. But like someone like Dane Dunning. Watch me be right, or you're gonna be like, what the hell? Bro, I'm be pissed off if you're right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna accept it because that's bullshit if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not accepting it. Hey, that. so far I'm looking right on the freaking um uh, the Cincy code Zach Taylor so far so <laughs> nah, they, they, could follow, they could figure it out <laughs> yeah no, I'm saying early I, on I still don't think he gets fired even if they early on yeah. but we'll, we'll go to the NFL after but um yeah I'm 3-2 oh no it's 4-3 no, <laughs> oh no I know I saw, well, you were elaborating um but yeah is, is it best of 7 now it's best of 7 4-3 four, uh, four, I think 4-2 four, four, Texas well, I just okay 4-2 Texas bro their bats are nice I'm so I'm going to <laughs> be their bastardized, but I'm going Houston. I'm going four three Texas. <laughs> I'm going four two. I'm going to go closer to at home. I think uh, is it two three two? How do you know? Two three two, yeah. Game two three oh, two. Oh, so game six is there. Um, game, in, in Houston. Are you? What? Are you good? I'm. I'm. I meant to say myself because I messed up. Two. You said two three two. Yeah, yeah. So I game six up. would be a Houston. Yeah, I messed up. I messed up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I. I, I, tr- I uh. Out. Either way, I'll, still, I'll stick. I'll stick with six. Yeah, I'm going with seven, and uh, I think if it goes seven, Houston gets and it. And Scherzer starts <laughs> as well. I think Houston gets it if it goes seven. So that's why I'm gonna go with Texas and six. 
yeah, uh, makes sense. But Texas have some like starting pitchers that could go in the bullpen. Yeah, I think the starters will be like Scherzer. Heaney will be if the guy he, going in the bullpen probably. Yeah, Heaney could, but Scherzer, Montgomery, and Avaldi are like your three starters. All right, let's move on. Let's talk. If, about if the, Scherzer's back, yeah. let's talk about the biggest surprise. Yeah, I okay. I sensed upset here. You did. I did, I did pick the Dodgers in five, I believe, or four. No, you picked Arizona, didn't you? No, I didn't pick Arizona, oh. but I said I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona okay. wins. Whereas you were locked on Dodgers. I was yeah. like, I was like, the Dodgers don't have the starting pitcher to do you it. You were right. And uh, even when when Kershaw did that, I was like, okay, yeah. Well, I, no I believed more in Mookie and Freddie to help carry and the load. And Mookie went over in the whole series. Yeah. And I think Freddie Freeman only got like one hit. But I did not expect sweep. No. That's for and sure. And the way they got swept. And but yeah, no. Shout out to Arizona. Hindsight, they, that trade looks bad for the Blue Jays, but it looks very bad for the Blue Jays. But Gabriel Moreno is hitting. I home told runs. them not to trade him. Uh, Corbin Carroll is hitting. They've they've been just hitting home runs in general. Like that's all. That like most of their runs, they're just getting home runs, and they have the starting pitchers. They have their two. Uh, they have a their closer. Their big two duo, duo. They have a closer in Paul Seawald. Zach Gallen's looking good. Posey's not. Too much for him. Same with Merrill Kelly. And uh, the issue for me is after that, who will be your starters? Because now it's a seven-game series. Yeah. Where you can't really rotate. Um, don't know what to say too much. Because... Uh, Dodgers I, got ass kicked. It's as simple as that. They got their ass kicked. Yeah. They, something's got to change. Something's got to change because you were by far the favorite in this series on paper. Right? Like, you can't disagree with that. Um, I mean, you know, part, part of the changes could be getting your players back healthy. As well, like Tony Gonsolin, starting pitcher. True. Walker Bueller, starting pitcher. But they got, got messed up last year by the San Diego. That's when Walker Bueller, they got injured. <laughs> and then they got messed up the year before that. That was against who? That uh, was the Braves. Maybe I Atlanta. Maybe. I think that was ALCS Braves. Yeah, either way. like your team I mean, is, NL, NLCS. Your team is that stacked that you can't be getting swept by Arizona. I don't care. If you don't have the starting pitching, you have the power in the bats, and you still have one. You, you want whatever you want. You finished like it's the same story as last year. You finished like twelve games ahead of the second place team in your own division. Think about it that way. Yeah, yeah. So, but at the end of the day, pitching matters, and you didn't have that. As simple as that. <laughs> you something's gonna change. There. I'm not saying Dave Roberts needs to get fired, right? That it might. Show, it could be. It could, show Otani. It could be hitting coaches. Okay, that that helps. <laughs> it could be hitting coaches. It could be batting or uh, pitching coaches. I don't know, but something's gotta change. No, it's K- gotta. K- Kershaw's not a playoff performer himself, and that's your most reliable starter. At the end of the in day, this, in this roster, what I said about Minnesota, especially for Baltimore, applied to Arizona. But Arizona. No, but I'm just saying. They ha- I understand they have yeah. the pitching, but it no, the no. same logic applies. Yeah, no, but but I'm, but I'm saying like you defended it, like yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying that Arizona, Arizona looked like the veteran team. That, that's my yeah. point. That's what they did. I did not expect. And that. they're playing like that, like playoffs. Like I said, pitching, bullpen. I mean, starting pitching, bullpen, and home runs, and that's what Arizona did. But yeah, the something's got to change there. Oh, I'm sorry, Lance. Oh, yeah, Anderson. shout out to Arizona. Shout yeah. out to Gabby and Reynolds. But my guy. that being said, I think Arizona's road ends here because the winner Philly, of that... I'm picking the Phillies still. Phillies or Braves, I'm picking one of them. Yeah, but I'm picking Phillies to win. Yeah. I'm picking Phillies to... No, I'm ah. saying I'm saying Arizona... Before we go to that series, I'm saying yeah. Arizona roads should end it here. It should end, yes. Not saying the sweep, but it should end it here. It should end, but... But key, I'm kind of rooting for them. My but, pick yeah. was, yeah. But my pick was Phillies from the beginning of the season. That's the one pick I was confident in. That they they will come out of the NL. Well, no, 
you were slightly not confident when they started off bad. <laughs> the year. But I was still had them in. I was like, as long as they make the playoffs, I'm fine with that. Okay. And they made the playoffs easily. I, that's probably the one team I was fully. That's one pick I was, you know, defending they, from start to end. Atlanta got their ass kicked. They got destroyed. And listen, first of all, let's go back to game two. Go back to game two. Oh, what a finish. I thought that could have been a turn in the confidence. Clearly not. Bryce Harper was playing hero ball. Because he's Bryce Harper, he's not going to get called out on it as much. Okay, to be fair to him. No, he... To be fair to him, it was an incredible catch. <laughs> to also... No, he admitted it himself. It's I a mistake. I'm, I'm, I'm a mistake. That's my point. Yeah, it is a mistake. Yeah. But I'm saying also like... If his manager and him call it out, I'm yeah. listening to them over you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm, not say, I'm not like defending him, but I'm saying I could see a reason why he Listen, ran. Listen, he also... like... For the Boba Shad, I was like, what the hell are you running? No, this one, I, so I, I, that I, situation I, when happened in the wild card, yeah. he ran it. If he got out, then it would have been a combo because it was Bryce Harper and he went through the stop sign. He was playing hero ball at the end of the day. Oh, that one. No, I'm talking about... I'm just saying in general because he not, plays hero ball I'm in just the base running. In those ones, with the Boba Shet, I didn't see a world where he should run. This one, yeah. I, I saw a world where he could run, but ultimately, it was a mistake, 100%. Yeah. And it was on him. He the, he went past second. That was the mistake. That was a mistake, yeah. The mistake he sh- was he stands at second. Yeah, he should have stayed at second. Yeah. yeah. Um, And even, like, but, you know what's bad when the Braves messed up Still. And got him out. And got him out. That's where I'm drawing the line. But But that's not the biggest issue. The biggest issue... No, sorry. Going back to that game, they blew a... What? That's the biggest issue. They blew a 4-0 lead. Oh, okay. They're going back to this game. Yeah. They they blew Um, a 4-0 lead. 4-0 lead. When Zach Wheeler was dealing. Yeah. And uh, probably should have ended the series today because you should have won that game. And uh, your bullpen blew it as long with... uh, What was it? I was going to say, I mean, uh, Austin Riley. Move this way a bit. I'm out of the camera. I'm no, you're in. Sure. I think it's a little cut off. That's all. But yeah, like I'm saying, Austin Riley's big home run. And uh, yeah, their bullpen blew it. And uh, Bryce Harper was the, then blew the base running. The final piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I may, I'm not taking away anything from the catch. Don't get me wrong. That, that's an amazing catch. But again, as a base runner, you got to be careful. But he made that up because you go to game three. Where I'm like, okay, maybe Alana might, you know, confidence boost. It's a turning point for Alana, but but it kind of sucks when the series is shifting back to Philly as well. Yeah. So like, it kind of levels out, and uh, it definitely went in Philly's favor because uh, Bryce Harper got two home runs. Listen, I don't Trey know Turner how, got two, a home run himself. I don't know uh, how they're getting ten hits and can't get runs. Like, I'm what Alana's literally the Blue Jays right now. Yeah, and Aaron Nola on them. Like I said, bro. It was set up for a Philly sweep after they won game one. Yeah. Right? They, they found a way to beat Spencer Strider without using their best pitcher. Yeah. And uh, they blew the Zach Wheeler game. And we're like, okay, maybe they screwed it up here. But Aaron Nola did his thing. And uh, we'll see. I think it's, again, the game one matchup. Spencer Strider versus Ronger Suarez. Ranger Suarez. I don't know if there's a accent to it or not. But I'm going to say Ranger Suarez. I'm still sticking with the Braves. And uh yeah. They'll go five and I'm gonna say Braves close I out. Think, I think I'm I've still gonna stick with my three two. At I, the end of the day it's still I predicted Philly's three one. Yeah. And uh So you yeah, have a chance at it too. I have a chance I'm still sticking with my Braves. They, they did this last year, they finished it off at home, three one. And uh I believe they'll do it again this year. Yeah, I am I'm, I'm gonna stick with three two still because uh hopefully they learn something. But yeah, that game point. too is like the reason why we love the MLB playoffs. Yeah. A simple anything could happen. Literally anything, anything could happen. happen. Like even in the even in the was it like Arizona? N- not that. Not even. Yeah, not the, just the underdog story. But there was a another comeback that fell short. I think it was Minnesota Houston game one. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Minnesota Houston game was. one. They gave it like a one two point, uh, one two run. It was like five runs came to like two runs. And then um, Jordan Alvarez came. But yeah, yeah. Um, the next game is on the twelfth, which is tomorrow uh, today. Yeah, that's the final game. And then the fourteenth is game five, which is Saturday. So maybe ALCS and NLCS start on like the Monday, Sunday or Monday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm still going to stick with the Braves in five. All right, uh, let's move on. Quick fire. Um, we got massive news on one of the things we have to talk. Might, might not be as quick fire, but uh, before we get into that, I look like an idiot because I believe that New York Liberty <laughs> were gonna win. Oh, okay. I wasn't gonna lead off with that. I was. I was just straight. It's <laughs> a final, right? It's, might as well lead off with the yeah, final. Yeah, because I was gonna say the NBA preseason's going on, but that's about but it. That's, that's it. But yeah, uh, WNBA finals and uh, I I tuned in. Saw the score was massive. They got ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, I um I saw the score line. I'm like, all right, time to put on the Canucks game or uh, the baseball game. Yeah, it's simple. I looked at stat line. I think the only person that showed up was John Carl Jones. Brian Brianna Stewart struggled. Sabrina. If Brianna Stewart struggles, you're yeah, screwed. you're screwed. And Brianna uh Sabrina Inescu was a struggle. Where I look at the other side, you got like AJ Wilson, Jackie Young, and Kelsey Plum going off. So yeah, um, I was fully confident that Liberty gonna win before. They still can. They still can. I thought they were a better team. I think they're going back to New York. But they I have guess, to split take yeah. home. That's all it is. I guess Vegas Aces, the continuity is real, and uh, I they're probably went back to back. I guess Becky Hammond is that elite, but yeah. Um, I said three two. I thought it was gonna be a f- five gamer. It could end in three. Who knows? I could still go end in five, but I'm still confident. Why wouldn't I be <laughs> in Vegas? I'm trying to tune in the next game on Sunday, so see what happens there. But uh, yeah, John Qual Jones. I saw a couple of minutes of it. She was uh, just being what she oh, she's good at. She's offensive rebounds. She's and a beast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you ain't winning a game if Brianna Stewart is six not, yeah, yeah, There's no way. Like I, I'm not even giving Sabrina a pass. But I'm just saying this is her first two for ten. But for her fir- fir- first finals experience, ex- expect nerves. I'm not saying expect nerves, but not two for ten. But nerves. Brianna Stewart's been there and done that. Yeah. So that's the difference there. Um. Especially against Aja Wilson, too. But moving on to the big news. Yeah. Massive uh, news in the UFC. So, first, first off, UFC's not even this weekend. Yeah. Uh, It's next weekend. Next, So, we'll do our predictions then. By the way, this weekend, if you guys care, Misfits event. It is ESPN Young's promoting all over it. It KS, is a pro fight. KSI versus Tommy Fury. We're not going to go into it too much, but, you know, whoever wants to watch boxing and wants to enjoy boxing, this is the event for you. It is pay-per-view, so you do you. We're not condoning any piracy here. Um, but uh, if you guys want to watch some creator boxing, that's how we got into it a lot more. It was fun, so that's how you guys guys will get into regular boxing. But that being said, UFC, um, UFC in Dubai, I forgot which one, Abu Dhabi. Sorry, I don't know which one this was. Two ninety something. Well, I lose the numbers anyways. Yeah, but, but it was supposed to be. It was already elite. It was yeah, already elite. It was, already elite. It was Paulo Costa, Hamza Shemaev, Komain, I believe. And the main event was Oliviera Makachev too, right? News comes out Tuesday that Makachev, sorry, not Makachev. Oliveira. Oliveira had to pull out, and it was a legit injury. It's proof. It was a massive cut on top of his eye, like those ones that you could see when combat sports happen. That looks like happened. a third eye type yeah. of cut. Yeah. Um. So he actually had to pull out. It's not like he. But the person who came in was surprising, to me a little bit. I was. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's a big risk for. Alexander Volkanovski coming off surgery. Oh, I think more, the pressure is more on uh, 
Makachev. Yeah, no, but, but the risk is for Volk. Yeah, but Volk said himself on July that he has a feeling that um he'll be fighting in this. So he's preparing as like if he's gonna be surgery, surgery. It's still. Well, yeah, but like we don't know how long. We don't know. It's a medical thing. It's a risk. Everything's a risk, then, man. Like I'm just saying, like everything's a risk. Everything is a risk. What? When it comes to just any life. Okay, yeah, but but this, I'm just I'm, saying okay. no. That's just. But I'm saying we don't know what well, the surgery. is risk. But what's okay. the surgery? Did you know? Do you know what the surgery is? No, but like, do you know what the recovery time is? You have no time is? to prepare for Islam Makachev. Okay, he said he surgery. He was or he probably knew he was the backup, and he was anticipating this in July. We don't know that. How do you know that? He said it. Volkanovski huh? himself said it. And there's a tweet. I could pull it up right He's now. He's like, I have a feeling. Doesn't mean. Yeah, but he's saying like I have a feeling, so he's probably training. You think he was gonna Bro. take this fight without training? It's still a risk. But you t- be honest. Do you think he's taking this fight without taking proper yeah, training? Yeah, for of it? course. But it's still a massive that, risk because you're stepping point. in. You're, yeah, it's you're not sure. fully prepared. It's simple. I agree with 100%. that. You're not no, fully prepared. But my point to you is, he know he believes he was gonna be in this situation. He got into the situation, so he took the fight. Now, granted, it's a short notice, and you're right. I'm not picking him as the favorite for that reason. That part's a risk. But pressures on Makachev and not Volk because of that. I'm just saying the the risk factor of if you're saying the risk of the, the injury, fa- no, he probably I'm not managed that, that well. The risk factor of not being fully prepared for a fight like this is gonna cost Volkanovski. And I'm sure he's that's fine because he's. Pl- it that's, where dif- gonna, that's where I'm gonna pick Makachev. It would have been different. That's why it would have been different if he's never fought him before. If it would have been different if he was never fought him before, the difference is he's fought him before, and he'll learn from that, and that's probably what he was working on. So. Yes, there's a risk because every fight there's a risk of going into it. Yeah, but not, not every coming fight, on a short term. Not every fight short notice. Yeah, I get not that. Every fight short but notice, at this right? point, it, it's part of the game. Now you're just bringing. But it's part of the game. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's an excuse for him, but I'm just saying, is it is it the right decision? I don't know. I don't. I know think personally. it is. I think it is because if you have a title opportunity coming, you take it. And I get it. They probably would have fought more, but, but yeah, it probably so wouldn't have been Makachev. Ma- Who Ma- knows if Makachev Ma- would have won? Should be the favorite in this. Like I I agree with that. Like you're putting the pressure on it, but like there's listen, there's no, it's 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 a full bl- it's a risk. It's simple as that. Like it's a full blown <laughs> risk. Like you're the fact that you're saying everything's a risk. Like I will not. What, be are, you, what are you trying to like? There's what a, are you trying to say? No, for that if you're saying it's a risk, there's gonna be a third fight. Cause for sure, if market, if, especially if this is close and he loses, Volk, which I expect to do be a close fight and lose, I will not be surprised. There's a third fight within a year okay, because yeah. there's that's the whole point. He's they want to make it a, th- a thing. I'm sure Volkanovski was well aware that he's going to fight, that he was training. I understand he came off surgery. I get that completely. But the point is, he said it himself in July that he has a feeling he'll be fighting in this card. He got it. He was preparing for it. He planned his surgery accordingly. And Dana got a great thing out of it. Yes, obviously, it's a risk. Every fight is a risk. Okay. At short notice, but, but you can't like. At short notice, there's not on the, but, but on my. Like, I don't get what you're saying by risk though. Like he's gonna inj- a, get injured again? No, I'm saying it's a risk because I don't think it's gonna hinder uh, risk his legacy or anything. Or no, anything I'm not, like that. Okay, I'm trying to say that like, it could be a walk in L against Makachev. That's what I'm trying to say. Bro, we've seen short I'm, notice fights in the other way. Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson is a prime example, I'm, and there was other ones too that have yeah, happened. Yeah, no, like but that. like right now. After Volkanovski, and listen, after no, 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 I'm gonna cut you off for a second. Let me finish. No, no, let no, me finish. Go, go. So, like, I have a counterpoint. Go. Let me. No one's like Makachev right now. Makachev, who is Makachev preparing for? That's where the pressure. Ma- who was Makachev preparing for? Oliveira. And now all of a sudden, in 11 days, he has to prepare for um, 
uh, Volk. Volk, on the other hand, was preparing for both fighters. Game plan A, game plan B. Whereas one guy was strictly preparing for Oliveira. You know, it's not that not that's that's where the risk and pressure comes okay, the in. The risk more is on, on Volk and Oski's side, but that pressure is on Makachev's side. They're both on Makachev's no. side. No. The risk is on Volkanovski's side. What's the risk? I don't get the risk part. Like, what do you mean it's a risk? It, because it could the be... The risk, if you're saying the risk, that's, we're going to get into it, that's Usman. Because he's legit moving up in weight. And I know Volk is too, but Volk's had the experience in upper weight class already against the champ. The risk, the okay, the pressure and the risk is on Makachev because he's no, literally, the risk he is was on, literally the preparing risk is for on one guy. The risk is on Volk, the so pressure is on Makachev. What, what's the risk? I don't get the risk. The still. risk is you're not 100 percent prepared. But is so is Makachev? Well, Makachev was in freaking full-on training camp. He's but he's for Oliveira, Oliveira and Volkanovski okay, are different yeah, no, fighters. Conditioning is there 100 percent from. I I'm not fully 100 percent confident. Oh, I believe so. Volkan, you think Volkanovski is taking this fight without being prepared? Sometimes you know you just take the opportunity if you could get it. It doesn't mean okay. That's fine, but I don't believe that. Uh, that's that's my point. Is Volk's that, that good? So my I don't my point is that Makachev is full blown, you know, ready for a fight, whereas Volk is coming into a fight. But also, it meant, doesn't it? Um, what did you think? I know we're not fighters, so maybe we need to talk to an MMA fighter. Um, that um, a whole game plan changes. Like you have one game plan, and all of a sudden, within ten to eleven days, you have to change a game plan against Volkanovski just like that. Yeah, okay, right. That, that, like that's a risk on Makachev because if Makachev loses, well, Makachev didn't have a choice. The risk is a well, risk I is a choice. Com- I'm, uh, I don't a know how it works. A, choice. a risk is a choice you take, right? A risk is I'm sure. I'm sure Makachev might have. I'm sure Makachev might have a choice, but I'm sure a pre-contract was signed where he's so then like thing. So either way, but like so pressure risk is on Makachev because if he does lose this fight, it's gonna look like your Volkan- to your point. Yeah, it's gonna look bad on him. I p- view the pressure and the risk as the same thing. I'm viewing it as different because risk is something you take. Pressure is like, okay, whoever the favorite is. But I don't is, believe that. I, I think he's okay, going to let me finish really quickly because uh, whereas Makachev, yes, the game plan is different, but at the end of the day, he's preparing for a fight. Whereas Volkanovski is taking that risk. We, we don't know if he's 100% recovered. We don't know if he's 100% ready. Okay, that's fine. Fight. That's Where he's taking the that's risk. That's why I the don't pressure's think on Makachev because... So you're risking he's going to get hurt again and he wasn't like taking it serious or something like that. Not serious. I'm that like he's like, not 100% prepared for the fight. Okay, I don't believe that that's the case. That, and if anything, that's just house money on him. I got, if you think the risk is going to hinder his reputation, And because no. of that, the pressure's on Makachev because... Like how Usman... I don't know Usman. how you're correlating that though because it's Mark, dip, risk you're is something you take... You're a, literally a risk is something you take. Volkanovski is taking the risk. Okay, okay, fine. Makachev is not taking the risk. I kind of Volkanovski is taking the risk. Okay, fine. He's taking. Okay, I get that part, but I still think it's house money because if he wins, he's gonna get the big bullet bullet stuff, right? <laughs> I have to say that. Like every, he's gonna be like the biggest guy in the world because he beat a guy on a short notice, the guy to beat in Makachev. Yeah, upper so weight that's class. The point of risk. But if he loses, you get a reward. But if he loses, I could see a third fight happening where he gets a full training camp. That's why I'm saying there's like no real risk to him. And the risk for me is his, maybe he's not fully recovered and he gets injured further. That's the only risk I could see. If that's what you're not saying, then I disagree with you because I think everything's on Makachev because Makachev is prepared for a fight, like you said, and he, no one's going to care that like, oh, he um, he got a guy on short notice. It's a big deal where you have to game plan for a different fighter within 11 days. Yeah, It's different if you had like one, one or two months. Yeah, okay. But the thing is for me, a risk is something you take and Makachev's already in the positions. He's not risking anything. Whereas Volkanovski He's is, risking his belt. But 
<laughs> I mean, he's has to, right? Like, there's, a, there's supposed to be a but again, market check. Does you he have a choice? But do we? Does he have a choice? Do we? No, maybe he does. I don't Are know. They're gonna pull out the fight. That's it. No main event. <laughs> you move the other one. I don't That's know. It, to get rid of the Which fight. is the same situation. To get, get rid of the fight. <laughs> no, get rid of both fights then. It could be. Who knows? It could have been. Like I'm doubt. No it could have been. No I'm sure Dana that. was well prepared to figure out. Yeah. If it was not woke, it would have been. It could have been someone else in welterweight. The one thing we agree on is that like the pressure is on. Or sorry, lightweight. One thing we agree on is pressure is on Makachev. And uh, we'll see what happens there. It happened to be Volk. I don't know if, if it wasn't Volk, I probably would have been engaging. Yeah. For example. But yeah, one thing we agree on, pressure's on Makachev. And uh, he's got to figure out to get this done. Uh, we're we'll not going to prediction now. Yeah, we'll moving on to the next one where Kamara... <laughs> Joe's like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I know. Like, we we could go we on and on. We could go on and on. Like, like you've seen a conversation go on for hours. True. Right? But yeah. We're not trying to make this podcast three hours. <laughs> I know. But the quick fire went. I it's knew it was going to be quick. Quick fire took like 15 minutes already. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. UFC's own topic now. WNB is a quick fire. Fuck it. Um, my bad. We're, uh, we're lying to society right now. <laughs> right? We changed bullshit. it. We changed it. Okay. Uh, other side is pretty the much this fucked. <laughs> huh? The topic's fucked. <laughs> just yeah, no. No, just kidding. But all right, next. Okay, fight. next one. So the original fight was Paulo Costa, who is a middleweight, um, taking on Hamzat Chimaev or Hamzat Chimaev, who is going up to middleweight and to fight, right? And this one's actually has more stakes than the other one because I feel like the other one's gonna be a trilogy fight no matter what happens. Um, this one, however, um. Usman is going up in weight as well, which is weird because they're both welterweights. Oh my god, they might just do like a. So Us- they might just do a like catch weight fight. Yeah, just before you start, Usman's filling in for Paulo Costa. Yeah, so he, eventually he's the one who's filling yeah. in for Paulo Costa, um, as reported. But like you know, in my head, oh my god, they're probably gonna go to welterweight. I know I and I kind of get it. Maybe Hamza Chemaev is the one. Um, he was already up in weight. For all we know, I don't know. I saw Gilbert Burns, who's teammates with um, Usman showing that he's training so again we don't know how long the behind the scenes were about him being the backup because the rumor was supposed to be Hamza Chimaya versus Usman that was the big heavy rumor until Paulo Costa got announced to fight right and Dana made it even more bigger stakes whereas the winner will get Sean Strickland number one contender match right here this is a number ultimate game number one contender match and I'll take it one step further let's just say Usman wins and he beats Sean which I don't know if it will happen Izzy might not get a rematch anytime soon because he doesn't want to fight Usman. But that's a di- who knows about that. But yeah, that's the future. The thing here is that both, both of them were the same weight class and they're both moving up. Yeah. To middleweight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, winner faces. Sean now here Strickland. it's again pressures on Hamza because he's been going he's up in weight. For to pre- fight, yeah. He's prepared for a fight. Add upper weight. Um, whereas Usman is maybe he is maybe he isn't. We don't know that. Right, this that's the where the slight differences with the with the main event because these two guys are both going up in weight potentially, and we've Hamza looks like a guy who could be a middleweight, whereas Usman maybe he's not. He's a little bit shorter because he was rumored to go up before he lost to Leon, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, this one it's tough. I don't even know what to predict. I think it might preparation wise, you have to say Hamza predict is predict, next week. This one is predictions next week. Yeah, no, no, uh-huh. I'm just saying in general. But whereas the other one is clearly the most pressure, and for me, the risk, is on Makachev. This one, it's like, I could see different outcome, right? Like, it's not like... Cause Ham, it's, it's weird, because Hamza Chimaev isn't a champ either. and it, He's not. He's, but he's more... He's, he's, preparing, he's fight. preparing to fight at a heavy, like a heavier weight, more than um, Usman is. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. We'll talk about more rest of the card next week, but those massive, massive changes... What this quick fire became to a whole argument session, <laughs> whatever. It's, hopefully, it's entertainment for you guys. There's that's no, all. There's is. no quick fire, guys, today. 
WNBA. <laughs> oh, I'll just label that as a WNBA now. Okay. There's no point in putting one quick fire topic. Quick fire is supposed to be like f- five, ten minutes of like multiple topics. But moving on to our, our last thing here, NFL. We talked about Misfits boxing. So you could tie it in technically. Mm, no, or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so moving on to NFL. Uh, just, yeah, should we just start off with our superlatives? Right, quick. Uh, no, uh, let's talk. Week five recap to. You want, let's talk week Monday. Six. We got to talk Monday Night Football. Sorry, Sunday Night Football. We haven't talked Sunday Night No, right? we did talk Sunday Night Football. We did Monday talk night Sunday football. Night, yeah. We got to talk Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football was... Very uh, quickly. Oh we, yeah. Our prediction was completely wrong. Uh, yeah, I picked Packers. You picked Packers. And uh, yeah, the Packers are falling back down to earth. Yeah. As, uh, That's all. Max Crosby was a beast. Absolute beast, Absolute man. beast. And um, no answer game. there for that Packers O-line. And uh, Jordan Love is and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> as turning the ball now. over now. Turned the ball over. Right, but so... I that's mean, that's we'll pretty much for that game. Out, but yeah. like the Packers are having last two games have been dumb and Washington them. are like the same boat. Yeah, and uh, the the big out to the Lions and a very winnable game against the Raiders. Yeah, and uh, that that horse collar might have saved, saved the game. Saved yeah. the game because they had to do a field goal. Yeah, they had to do a field goal instead of a touchdown. Yeah, but yeah, no Packers didn't. They need to figure out a way to bounce back. Otherwise, it could get ugly for them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Uh... Now we're doing our superlatives. The week five recap now. Wow, we're already five weeks in. Yeah. Week five slash week six preview superlatives. Starting off with your most disappointment team of week five. Miss most disappointing team of week five. Okay, I have two. And I'm not sure if we're going to take uh, one. Obviously, we are. Share, share a combined one. The combined one we already talked about. It. You can check out the last episode. You scored zero points. Yeah, that's the. Com- we're not gonna. This is outside the Patriots because we already mentioned that last. But yeah, who's episode. your one of your teams? Who's your number one option? Uh, Dallas. Oh yeah, Dallas is the obvious one as well. Ten but points, three interceptions for Dak. That's, it's my that's ugly. I should talk about it. Right? All right, don't talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I had to miss it here too, but yeah, I talk know, about but it. But no, yeah, no. Like, this was the whole point. You, you, uh, people are talking about how this should be in the top five of our power rankings. Blah blah blah. Just but sucks. again, the question was who was their competition, and one of them you end up losing to Arizona. This was your time to shut people up. Obviously, did not happen. San Francisco balled out on both sides, all three phases, I guess you could say. Um, and Dak did not uh, perform, and you needed him to perform. You can't tell me Trayvon Diggs is the reason why you guys are doing this bad. As good as he is, you still have Stephon Gilmore on the other side of the secondary, and you have the elite pass rush that you're supposed to have with Micah Parsons, and and uh, they just game planned better than you. Uh, in both sides yeah they beat you in every phase and also you CD Lamb <laughs> yeah like, I don't know f- f- figure out a way to get CD Lamb the ball yeah and uh, I'm telling you this is where Mike Trayvon, McCarthy's yeah. play calling to me was a big question mark against the top teams and especially top tier defenses and Trayvon Diggs is not an offensive player so your offense should be scoring 10 points yeah as simple as that you can't win with 10 points alright uh, my disappointing team obviously Cowboys was one another one I team expected to win by a couple possessions was the Washington Commanders. You know, you're playing a winless Bears. Okay. Uh, you're playing decent football, and now you've taken three straight L's. There's still some, like, I, I see some promise, but you, at, the, at the, the same time, your O-line is terrible. And what you said about CD, Terry McLaurin applies to here, too. Yeah. You and you're not using Jahan Dotson, really. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both. The enemy's using a lot Shout of out to my buddy who also commented on um, on that on the last episode. He, I'm looking at that. Pretty much, you mentioned like if you're a number one and one A or one B, you need to have like 
a lot of the ch- like 20 25% of the targets yeah. so combined they should get 50% of the targets so Bianami needs to figure that out um I mean Logan Thomas is a like solid tight end himself yeah but like Terry McLaurin should not be having like what five targets what's it whatever it was yeah that was like five it was terrible that's what, that's what it was you gotta figure out where to get your best players the ball your best playmakers yeah. the ball and Terry McLaurin is clearly clearly one of them so um, give him a chance that's it yeah well, I'm gonna give an honorable mention of who I was considering it wasn't that one uh, it was the Baltimore uh, Ravens yeah I was considering them too that that was my other one just cause I just always divisional matchup you, you were leading a bad interception late drop yeah. a lot of drop Nelson Aguilar not that fire insert yeah. fire truck meme here yeah. or fireman meme here, or not a fireman like the guy who saved the, per- the baby or something like, I'm not Nelson Aguilar <laughs> yeah something like that but but yeah I, I considered them too I just said Steelers are better than Bears so I gave it to the commanders but yeah your surprise team of the week Chicago like I'm, I'm going with Chicago um, literally everything you said about the <laughs> commanders but the opposite right like Justin Fields carried his performance from the first week this time kept I know he the got the Broncos game so from the Broncos game um, except for the late game decision making and whatever happened this one he had four touchdowns zero picks and zero uh, zero yards? fumbles how many yards 282 That's solid, for a, yeah. 15 for 29 or yeah whatever but the key thing is you did not turn the ball over. And on top of that, you rushed for 57 yards you on know, 11 You know what carries. the key thing is? What? That Dallas and Washington didn't do? What? You got the ball to your number one playmaker. Yeah, and DJ Moore had 230 yards. You got the ball to your playmaker. So, they literally had three people receiving. That's it. Yeah, and DJ Moore's like all of them. <laughs> Eight receptions on 10 targets for DJ Moore. Cole Komet, five for five uh, on 42. And then Robert Tunyon, two for two. So, yeah, DJ Moore no, carried He threw everything. for 285. 230 was DJ Moore. Yeah. Like, that's how you get the ball. That's how you get the ball. You're number one exactly. guy. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, I'll say, let me see. You can say yours. And I want to see if I have, if my um, honorable mention was that one. Uh, honorable mention, Jets. I don't know how the hell you scored 31 points. Okay. Yeah, it was the Broncos, but still, Zach Wilson, the team, you scored 31 points. But yeah. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. They found a way to win. Oh, okay. Uh, clearly, in my opinion, the Ravens were a better team all around with the injuries. Uh, Baltimore losses. Uh, Baltimore Lamar threw the interception, and uh, you found a, you still need a game-winning touchdown. And uh, Pickett and Pickens found a way to do it. Uh, Matt Kanda, you're still not a good play caller, but at the end of the day, you found a way to win, and they always find a way to stay around the 500 area. Yeah. Um. They're division leading now, I'm pretty sure as well. Um. Yeah. They're tied with Baltimore because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, they're ahead because of the tiebreaker. Um, my honorable mention was New Orleans. Uh, and uh, just overall, you scored 34, and then you allowed zero against that. And you scored 34 <laughs> on an Eric, uh, sorry, um, Bill. Bill Belichick defense. But that, I'm going to just keep it at that because we already shared our thoughts last episode for that. All right, so moving on to week six now. Um, game of the week. No, let's do Thursday Night Football first. Oh, you want to do a prediction first? Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Broncos is an easy prediction. That's what I'm saying. Let's just get it Chiefs. over with. This is our quick fire right here. Yeah. Chiefs, I don't know, two possessions. Listen, the Chiefs haven't been the Chiefs, but they beat up on the Bears. Bears. This is their chance to beat up on a divisional opponent, which they usually kind of do at times. So yeah, yeah, it should mean. be Chiefs by multiple scores. I, don't I even swear know to God, Mahomes, if you don't give me 30 plus fantasy points, there's an yeah. issue. Oh wait, you need a backup QB now. There's an issue. <laughs> you need huh? a backup QB now. Oh yeah, Richardson's Richardson on the IR as well. Missing yeah. next. We'll talk about the Colts sure. slightly, but yeah. But yeah, so moving on, week six game of the week for you is game of the week. Personally, 
Um, do you want to do a collective one? Or collective do you want to one is Cowboys Chargers. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Solid they're, Monday Night they're Football. They're both game. like teams that like you should expect to be better than they are, but uh, but me personally, a game that I want to watch is probably Detroit and Tampa Bay. Okay. Uh, uh, or uh, I'll let you pick the other obvious one. Um, Go say why Bucks Lions first. Just because the Bucks are playing better than they are. Uh, Lions are on a hot streak a little bit too. And Lions are they're both like one loss only. Yeah, Baker struggled against the um, the Eagles, but outside of that, like he they're play, they've been playing well, right? And then the Lions have been except for they should have won. They should be undefeated. They should be undefeated. Yeah, and should be now should be considered in our top five rankings. But yeah, I think uh, Tampa the good test for them. But can, like I could see this also be a potential upset. This is not my pick, but um, yeah. Uh, that game is just because like, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. You got sense. Dan Campbell's play calling. You got the offense of uh, that team as well. So right. So cool. my game of the week, the AFC South is on the line. Oh, okay. You went biased. Because I thought you were going to say Seahawks Bengals. The AFC South. I thought you were going to say Seahawks Bengals. The <laughs> AFC South is on the line. Yeah. Right. There's big implications on this game. Uh, Colts versus Jaguars. Winner of this is going to be a top I of thought AFC this was South. Pick your g- game not including the Colts. Because <laughs> we know we're going to watch it anyways. No, it just. What do you think is the game of the week? I think this is gonna be a good, solid Seahawks game. Seahawks Bengals, huh? Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. But I said I th- obvious because I was assuming you're not gonna yeah, pick yeah. the Colts, and you were gonna pick Seahawks uh, Bengals. I'm picking the Colts here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm I thought the whole point of this was not to pick the Colts. I'm not picking the Colts. I'm picking the Colts and Jaguars. Okay, I'm not picking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm picking the game. Okay, go. But yeah, Colts Jaguars AFC South is on the line. They're in a big division game here at Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, which sucks for the Colts. And JT's back. JT's back as well. Um, Jacksonville's looking good. Last couple games, obviously coming from London, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Winner of this takes the division lead, which and we end the curse, and we potentially end the curse. But yeah, winner but yeah, the, Gardner winner, just, very quickly. Any, any game that has a winner takes division lead, obviously, is in my Ga- books as Gardner well. Gardner Minshew has. So I'm not biased. I have a reason. Is Minshew undefeated this year? No, he lost. No, Anthony Richardson lost to the Rams, and he was only yeah, he's undefeated this year. Yeah, yeah. So. That's on the line as well. Jacksonville coming up a big performance, but in London, so they're coming back from travel. Don't know why they didn't take a bye week. I don't know if they just took us lightly, but hopefully that inspires Col- the Colts. Col- Colts in Jacksonville. Uh, I, I want to blame them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, but okay, go uh, upset. No player matchup. Are we going with that first? Yeah, we usually do that first. Oh, I I'm going upset. We usually end up with upset. But yeah, my player matchup. Jets are reversing the Eagles. Sauce Garner versus AJ Brown. Just yeah, right, that's just a it's a, that's a good one, right? And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I mean, Jets defense need to ball out in order for them the chance to win. And uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm looking through it right now. Um, oh, you're a disgrace. You know what? Let's you're just do it. You're disgraced for this segment. Let's do this. Oh, no, I'm going. <laughs> I'm coming with one. Uh, just because how bad. Uh, uh, how much Max Crosby balled out? I'm going Max Crosby against just the Patriots. Did you just want to see Max Crosby dominate again? Oh wait, again? sorry, I messed up. I was gonna say I'm gonna go defense versus defense matchup there. Um, I have one in my head. I just want to see if I have a different one. Do you use the one in your head? What's all the point of using a different one? <laughs> okay, Michael Parsons versus Justin Herbert with Austin Eckler back. Yeah, that's a good one. Just to see because a Dallas now wants to wake up. Herbert's coming to be more specific if depending on which way he lines up could be a matchup with Rashawn Slater yeah but I'm just saying Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler is supposed to be back 
And I just want to see how Michael Parsons does and how Staley, quote-unquote, defensive coach, does. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, now yeah. upset alert. For me, you already said it before, I went with the Buccaneers. Okay, yeah. Um, I've, I'm not saying, like, I'm going to pick them to win, but I'm saying I won't be surprised that if they win. Lions are playing good football, for sure, but one thing the Lions are prone to is a lot of mistakes. That's how they lost to the Seahawks. And I feel like one of those games might come back where those mistakes might come back in one of these games where they need to fix it up and uh, it might cost them against this Buccaneers. Whereas the Buccaneers took advantage of those mistakes caused by the Vikings in week one and found a way to win. I feel like it might be some something similar there. For me, I, I was alluding to it, Seahawks-Bengals. Um, since I thought you were going to pick that for game of the week, um, I'm pretty sure I picked Seahawks in our family pickums, if I'm not mistaken. I but I could see because Bengals are favored Seahawks are the better team right now um like I want to pick someone like I'm not gonna go like the obvious like head to head like I'm not trying to go like I'm not gonna say Panthers over Dolphins because we know it's probably you never know but like I could okay I could see Saints Texans but that's minus one how and a half. bold are you uh, I'm not that bold yeah I think this is good enough still because the Bengals are home Seahawks coming up a bye week is Jamal Adams healthy? That's the question mark. Um, but yeah, like I could see Seahawks going into Cincinnati and uh, beating on them, essentially. Yeah, I mean, Coming off a big fair. sack performance it's against... Uh, big, uh, like, sack performance I mean, and everything. Bengals' O-line. And the Bengals' O-line hasn't been playing well like they should have been. They had a good game last week, uh, just the Bengals overall. Yeah. We'll see if that's a turning point for them. But the then question again, mark is, and you have guys that could defend uh, Jamar Chase. Like, to be way. fair to the Bengals, they're the only team that made Arizona look like complete garbage that expected them. In the second half, uh, mainly. But, whereas uh, every other game, Arizona was actually a, a good team. Yeah. But yeah, for me, like, you still have, like, a decent secondary to kind of contain Jamar Chase. And we've seen Jamar Chase frustrated before, right? This game, that literally, I don't think the Cardinals had anyone. So, Seattle does. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. All right, so moving on to our last little bit of NFL news here. Um, Makes sense. There's a trade. A same exact trade, I think, as the other trades with the same package. Van Jefferson from... The Rams. From the Rams is getting traded to the Atlanta Falcons. And this is because of Puka Nakua. And Tutu Atwell. And Tutu Atwell. And, and Cooper Cup coming back. Cooper Cup coming back. And they have Higby. I forgot his first name. Who? Van Jefferson's. That's why I said Van Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it starts with an R. I'm guess, that's my guess. I've always just heard Van Jefferson. I'm like, is that the name? I mean, yeah, obviously, that's his last name. It is. You're looking it up? I'm trying to find it. Uh, Rams news. It is trying not to have some dead air here. Yeah, right. Like uh, <laughs> this, this is where our incompetent knowledge comes in, of a random of a third third string wide receivers, number three options on teams. It just says uh, Van Jefferson. Like Richard. That's my guess. I'm pretty sure starts with I'm googling it now. Google it. I literally just the report I hear Van it just says Van Jefferson. Jefferson. Imagine his first name is Van. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> is it Robert Van Jefferson? No, it's not. Bro, what is this? What do you? What did you search? I just searched Van Jefferson name. Van. Van G. Lashon. Yes, I'm right. It's Van Jefferson. Is Van Jefferson? Yeah. I thought it was like. No, I was right then. 
No, I'm an, I'm an idiot. So they, they shortened the van part yeah. to from Van. I thought Van Jefferson was the last name. No, I was right then. You tripped me out, man. That's official. Your risk thing is wrong too. No, that's that's right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, Van is Jefferson right. is a Atlanta Falcon. You know, deep threat for them. There, it's a decent option for sure. Could open have. up the field for uh, Bijan a little bit more, and uh, obviously get Kyle Pitts, who had a good it's game. Not, but it's not. It's not the. Let's be fair. It's not the best place for a wide receiver just because they're passing game other than last game it's not yeah, very good they're obviously a rush attack right yeah, now they're clearly but Desmond Ritter's been holding his own so we'll see he is holding his own but yeah um, I think that's all I don't see any big news uh, other, uh, Thatcher Demko was dehydrated battling the flu says Rick Tockett good job Rick Tockett you pulled <laughs> up a, pull a starting pitcher thing or yeah, yeah. or uh, the resting I mean, the starters you're, you're in the up, NBA you're up 7-1 at that time and bro okay wait wait I want to say one thing Stop fighting in arenas or stadiums. Because a Canucks one happened in arena. Actually? Canucks Oilers fan were beefing. I think there was one where, like, a, I think it was Cowboys and someone. I don't know if it was the Niners game or a different game. Why? <laughs> like, I don't know if they're trying hard, so hard to make this, like, a England vibe or, like, a European vibe. But just stop, man. Uh, like, this is a clip right here. So pointless. That's stupid, right? And that, like, stadi- that arena's already trash. You're going to put a boost up on them. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. The chair's going to break at this rate. But yeah, so that's all for today. That's pretty much it for this podcast. Um, I don't do the outro, so you do it because I don't know what the hell I'm saying. And uh, yeah, go. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Make sure you guys uh, like, comment, and subscribe. We have a guest video coming out this weekend. Check out our NHL season preview and our tier list that was dropped a uh, couple of days ago, Sunday and Tuesday, respectively. Um, we're at 182 subscribers, I believe, at the moment. So we're less than 20 away to 200. 200. So try to get, help us get that at the end of, by the end of the month, which we were trying to target last month. But sooner the better. Um, and then uh, we'll keep pumping out some content for you guys once we get a little less busy from... And especially in December yeah. for now but um, try to pump up more guests as well yeah as much as we can. like comment subscribe follow our, all our socials especially our Instagram where you'll see a lot of our posts um, pictures with guests etc and we want to drop more polls on there but we want to yeah, do yeah. it once we get more followers um, that being said um, we'll catch you guys on the next one peace, peace.